This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello, Cardinal fans. We are in the office of TVCC head coach, uh, Sheriff Poteet. How you doing today, coach? Yeah, I'm doing well. Coming off of a... A good conference win. Of yeah. Hello. We're doing well, and hey, on to the next one. All right, so before uh, we get going in here, I just want to tell everybody that if you hear anything, if you hear some bang and stuff like that, Coach's office is right next to the weight room. Walk in, see Cardinals pumping weight, throwing it around, uh, and they look pumped up in there, Coach. They look happy to be working out. It's time to go to work. Um, you know, we got to lift during the season so you can stay stay strong because it's a long season. So we got to make sure we keep the endurance, keep the you know uh, conditioning, and keep the strength up. I think I don't think a lot of fans really realize how much of the work happens like that during the season, during the week. You know, a lot of times I come in here. You're in the you're in the film room. You're looking at you're breaking down video with kids. You guys are meeting. Kids are getting uh, uh, you know they're getting taken care of. Their body's taken care of in the training room. They're in here working out. Talk just for a second before we get into Shreveport. What's that like during the week? I mean, what's a what's a work week like? For the kids, it's a um, it's a it's a full time job for them. I mean, they're they got to be locked in, um, and they got to be diligent with their time of keeping up with that, because um, they're expected to watch film, they're expected to have meetings, they're expected to go hit the weight room um, with you know, or just not a little lift on your own. It's like, hey, we're going to have an organized weightlifting session at this time. Um, like right now, kids are are in the middle from class. You know, usually they're in class from eight to one thirty. Um, you know, from one thirty to kind of dinner times, usually hours between meetings, study hall, uh, film session, and practice. Um, and then we got to throw in weights in there three days a week um, as well. So right now it's just you kind of take a kid's class schedule and find out, okay, we can do this. And then so we'll have um, we have three weightlifting sessions a day. Um, but you know, the kids, you know, we work it out. So we're either either lifting Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or lifting Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, sorry, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. And uh, so we gotta we gotta keep the whole body, you know, mind on the video. Um, you gotta take care of your body in the training room. We gotta make sure we're getting stronger in the weight room, and then we gotta go put it all together out there on the football field. Yeah, it's amazing how many hours, and we're not even talking about the coaching staff yet, and how many hours you guys put in. But it's amazing how many hours go into those three hours that you actually play on Saturday. Most of these kids are putting a 12-hour day in um, every day of the week. And then that's not really including their homework and studying. And then they got to go back to the to the dorm and crack the books open so that they get their grades. Yep. So these guys have a full, full-time job of classroom, working out, studying, film study, and then after banging their bodies against each other for a couple hours each day. All right, and so it all came together last week. Uh, and uh, Southwest Junior College football conference team came to town. NEO comes to town. You guys take care of business. Twenty-seven ten, great win. Tell you what, um, how about our defense? You know, I thought we faced a really good defense in NEO, but our defense did a great job of. You know, holding the opponent to ten points in the first half, and then putting a great adjustments plan together at halftime. Uh, Will Reed, our defense coordinator, and those guys, uh, Blake Bryan and Thomas Niles, just putting a plan together at half to shut them out, uh, which obviously the more times that you can get them to punt, it gives the offense an 
an advantage, and you know we were able to put 27 points up there, and um, just against a really good NEO defense, and it may be one of the best defenses that we face this year um, as well. But um, I'll tell you what, defenses on both sides of the ball, they played well, but um, our offense was able to capitalize when we needed to. And it was a really physical game, it looked like to me. It looked like the NEO wants to come in, wants to punch you in the mouth, wants to get physical, push you around with its running game, use its offensive line, defensively take over the game with its defensive line. You guys really responded to the physical challenge. Well, and that's one of our keys each week to, to victory is we want to make sure that we were most physical team on the field. We were able to go out and, you know, had several rushing touchdowns. Um, you know, Cam Collier, just a, um, a solid kid just running through people, ran physical, had 90 yards rush and a couple touchdowns on the day, very physical runner, and then um, and kind of uh, compliment him with Cordrick Dunn, who is a little quicker, a little more shifty, but he's a very physical kid in his own right as well. And um, so our ground game really got after it on um, Saturday. So this week you're traveling. Actually, the first time you get to travel, you're going to be going not – too far away, but going to Shreveport to take on the Southern Shreveport Jags. Another name that fans aren't probably used to hearing. Well, they're, this is their second year of football. Um, former head football coach of the Tyler um, Junior College football team, uh, um, Danny Palmer, kind of uh, was a head coach a year ago. Um, so I knew that they were going to be somewhat organized with Danny in charge of them. Um, so we kind of set up a a, you know, a home and away two game um, contract, if you will, agreement with those guys. Um, now, Coach Palmer has moved on, and he is now the offensive coordinator at Evangel Christian over there in Shreveport, which is a very good high school in Louisiana. But um, you know what? Um, they've got some talented kids on the field. Just what off the film we've watched, there are some athletes out there. Um, a few former training value players that uh, you know that have got the opportunity to go back to their home state of Louisiana and play for for their in-state team their southern uh, Shreveport and so talented kids those guys that were on our team here were very talented young men and now they're playing for southern Shreveport so um, as far as what kind of uh, schemes southern Shreveport mm-hmm. plays what do they do on offense? Offensively, they're going to throw every formation at you. Um, you know, they'll line up in two tight, two backs. They'll line up in five wide. Um, they're going to be everywhere. You know, they're going to line up with a very multiple sets of uh, young men. A lot of sets trying to, um, I don't know if they're trying to just make you line up to different formations uh, defensively. Their defense, they're uh, very similar to ours in just the kind of the base alignment. Um, they're going to be a 4-2-5 team. They're going to four down linemen, two backers in the box. That third linebacker slash strong safety kind of rolled down for some uh, run support, and then uh, they're going to play cover one, little cover three in the back end. And that seems to be a real trend, not just across um, across your conference, but across football. Saturday and Sunday, to be able to be very multiple on both sides of the ball, to be able to match up to whatever the other team gives you. I remember back in the day, it was, you know, we're going to impose our will on you, and this is what we're going to do. And that seems to be going away a little bit for that ability to say, okay, if this is where you're weak, this is where we want to attack. Right. So it's just formations. How can, you know, everybody has their checks. You know, you may have your base defense, but, hey, our check to this is this. And if you can find, you know, maybe where a check gets you into an advantage formation-wise or maybe you outgain some numbers, 
um, here and there, you want to make sure you attack those. And so that's why we spend so many hours that we do of watching film. And your offense has done a really nice job of that in the in the beginning of the year, showing that you can either throw or run. This past week, uh, a lot of two tight end sets. One of the things you said is, you know, when you have them, you can use them. You can't. It's hard to find tight ends like that uh, at this level. And you have two that are that are doing a nice job. Now you have that opportunity as well. Uh, it's got to be nice to have those options. Well, at the high school level, everybody wants to catch the football, right? So everybody's a receiver. And uh, uh, it's hard. It, it really is. It's hard to find tight end guys, those bodies, those style of kids that can that can help you in the run game but also can help you in the pass game. And, and I mean, we're always looking for those guys. And those uh, sometimes you get the tweener kids that maybe was more of a receiver in high school and then we're going to force them to be a tight end now or – my guy that was maybe more of a run blocking, just guy that's all he did was run block, run block, and now you're trying to, you know, pull out some receiving game in him when he gets to this level. But those guys are hard to find. But when you can, but when you got them, they are a weapon, and you've got to be able to use them. So the other thing I want to talk about before we get out of here is uh, your kicker Gaster has had an amazing beginning of the year. A great weapon. I kicked a 51 yarder this week. Talk about him. Yeah, what a what a great start to his uh, collegiate career. You know, um, first game I think it was ten for ten on PATs. Hey, he made every one of them he had a chance at, and uh, averaged you know forty seven and a half yards a punt. You know, game one, come out game two, and Jake, you know, his first college kick. Um, Phil Go is a 51 yarder and, and just banged it through and then follows that one up with a 45 yarder. So, you know, he's kicking the ball well. He does it every day in, in practice. Um, you know, obviously he should have full confidence of, of what he can do. And, you know, I just got to give it off to our offense to play in front of him making the 51 yarder. We got a penalty. It was third and forever. And it's, uh, there, was, there was timeout. And I said, all right, don't go for the first down because then we're definitely punting. Okay, get half. Get half of it back, and then let's make me make a decision. And, you know, go out there and boom, Jordan drops back, throws a curl route, guy makes a catch, gets out of bounds, um, and and put us in a chance to, to kick a field goal, and Jake came through and nailed it. Yeah, complimentary football, your offense setting up the special teams to make that kick. Yeah, it was a great job because it very easily could have tried to force it down the field and try to get 25 to 30 uh, yeah. on that play, and it falls incomplete, and the next thing you know, you're kicking uh, a punting. And he he had a lot of leg. I mean, that fifty-one yarder wasn't by just a little bit. What's He's still got a little bit left in his. Yeah, he does. He's got a little bit more. All right. So uh, Saturday night, going to play. The other thing I've noticed, and it's very interesting. This is the first four games of, the, the, uh, of your schedule. This one, and then the following week when Tyler comes to town for uh, family day, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but you got four different start times. Um, Seven o'clock this week, six o'clock the the week after. Is is that something that that affects you? I mean, I know you like to have, you know, your set. This is how we're going to do things. This is when our meetings are. Is it weird to have all these start times? Tell you what, it's our kids have been so flexible and making adjustments and just overcoming adversity over the last year of COVID. And like, I mean, just throw something at them because you never knew from week to week last year what was going on and. And they just kept adjusting. Um, you know, um, 11 o'clock kickoff last week was awesome. Just, you know, we were, you wake up, you go have your pregame meal, you go play. 
um, and you're done and you're out of there before it gets hot, you know, before the hardest part of the day. Um, so, you know, really love that, love that, that, that game time this week, you know, that's just, um, it is still September, and um, so it was a night game, just kind of how it was scheduled at their place. Um, they wanted to keep it that way. And then, you know, um, it's still a night game next week, but it's moved up an hour. And hey, Who knows? We're just going to show up and play whenever the schedule says, and we'll be fine. All right, Coach. All right, so this week, fans, TVCC going to Shreveport to play the Southern Shreveport Jags. Uh, TVCC 2-0. and Great start to the season, Coach. Most importantly, one and zero in conference play. Uh, looking forward to keeping that going this Saturday, Coach. Thanks a lot for giving us a chance to stop by and talk Cardinal football. Thank you.